The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to another episode of Vile Files. Happy Monday, everybody. Thanks for listening, as always. And for those of you tuning in on Monday, hey, thanks for uh, being prompt. And if you're not and getting finally getting to us, that's totally fine, too. Uh, in studio, we have uh, my trusty sidekick and producer, Rochelle. Hello. And Maria, once again, the Maria Ask Nick episodes, here to help me give advice on your questions, as well as share some of her... Uh, Healthy lifestyle and eating uh, advice that she's so uh, good at. Uh, we thought, hi, you want to say hi? Yeah, hi. What I did thought, you think of Nick's doctor appointment? His doctor saying he was, what did your doctor say? Oh my God. I'm like a 20 year old. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, before said doctor appointment, I was getting blown up repetitively about what could it be? Could it be this? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing oh, that? Should worried. I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Like, I just got my well, head. it's just a matter of like not going to the doctor for long enough time and yeah. like not, no, like I think there is power in knowledge. You know, you can get obsessed over it, but to like just go find out. Yeah. Like, I can't read your blood. Turns like, out, you know what I mean? I'm totally fine. Yeah. And, and that, like... can I tell you, that pissed me off more. <laughs> Where he came back and I was like, wait a second, your labs are better than mine. You dick. Like, you know, like you thought you were like dying for no reason. <laughs> and now it's, now you come back like spring chicken. Like, oh yeah, I'm like a 20 year old. It's like, go fuck yourself. So anyways, Maria, gut health. I feel like more and more people are hearing about that. And like, it's one of those things like kale 10 years ago. No one ever heard of kale. Now all we hear about kale. Gut health has seems to be one of those things now in terms of people are even talking about it. But honestly, I don't know what the fuck it means. Well, I feel like you probably do, Mr. Like 20 year old. Yeah. You know. I don't need to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm 20. Yet. I don't need to worry about my gut. But yeah, I think um, you know, science and research research we're f- we're finding more connections between the gut and brain and how much your gut health has to do with your overall health, your immune system, the way you age, the way you digest food, your ability to gain or lose weight. Like it all resides in your gut. And when I'm saying your gut, like people think their stomach and it really is more so like your entire digestive tract, right? Your esophagus, your stomach to your small and large intestines. And without going into like an anatomy lesson, you know, your gut is your second brain. So we found they found that there are neurotransmitters that you think would just reside in the brain along the entire vagus nerve to your gut. So things like serotonin, they've actually found in the gut to show that there is this huge connection between what happens in your digestive tract affects you like cognitively, which is going to affect you emotionally and, and mentally and vice versa. So, you, you know, your gut health is your ability to break down food, to assimilate the nutrients, to digest, to remove toxins from your body to have healthy poops, you know, like it's, that's gut health, you know, and and it kind of gets blanketed as this general thing, but it's kind of the entire, 
It's your body's ability to fight off pathogens. If how how easily you get sick, you know that has is associated to your gut health. Is gut health in terms of taking care of your gut health? Uh, obviously, there's genetics that go into like what sure. your gut is like. But obviously, I'm assuming diet plays a big role into to improving gut health. Yeah. So there's a lot of times like I'll have clients who'll be like, oh, you know, my mom had IBS, my dad had stomach issues, so I have stomach issues. And inherently, you will you you will get some genetic factors from your parents. You inherit their digestive tract, but it's not a foregone conclusion that that's just the way it's going to be for you. So just like we're finding more about gut health, we're also finding more out that the human body is able to, based on its epigenetics, heal or improve or decrease and decline in health, depending on what you do with, you know, your body and the genetics you're given. So we can see somebody who maybe has a family history of, you know, metabol metabolism issues or digestive issues improve and not have the same diagnosis or longevity or conditions that their family has. And we can see people the opposite, like start off strong and, you know, young buck and just not take care of themselves and then eventually kind of see this decline. So it is something that can change and diet is huge. You know, if there's one thing you have control over when it comes to your health is, and that's the most repetitive, is what you feed or fuel or don't feed or fuel your body on a daily basis. I'm sure there's so much you can do in terms of having a uh, great diet around your gut health, but what are some of the common things that are out there that people are eating that are like based off of convenience or are told it's healthy for them, but they're in fact are really kind of damaging or uh, um, hurting their gut health overall? So, you know, one of the things I'm going to say, and this might be a bit harsh for some people, is is just processed, refined grains. And we don't think about that, but it's like, you know, all your bagels and chips and, you know, all of those types of things because they, they aren't really doing anything nutritionally for you, um, except for maybe calories and carbs and, you know, some macronutrients. But they might be carrying with them a lot more crap in them. So whether that be like additional fillers or sugars or additives that are really hard for your body to digest and get rid of, and they can actually cause your gut to have, um, be weaker, you know, to say it easiest. Um, they can be proponents to like indigestion, but then even bigger scale, like things like leaky gut, where we see tied to a lot more autoimmune cases and, and um, more chronic illnesses long term. And then what are some things before we get to our questions of like some great, easy, convenient foods that people can use to help improve their gut health on a daily basis? Yeah. Th so what, the other thing I was going to say is like um, really crappy fats on top of that. So bad oils. So your vegetable oils, your canola oils, your cottonseed oil, soybean oil. So like the biggest thing I can say for people is look at the ingredients that are being made. If you see any of those oils, just don't eat that food. There are plenty of options out there that are made with healthier oils like avocado, olive oil, um, coconut oil, um, sesame seed oil. There's healthy fats at, available in products. So just look for the fat. Um, so my example for this is like nuts. Nuts are a great healthy food, but nuts cooked and made with peanut oil or cottonseed oil, you take a healthy food and you've now made it like incredibly toxic because now it's like a non-inflammatory food is now pro-inflammatory. So 
you can't always black and white food. A lot of it has to do with like how it's been processed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But some easy tips for improving gut health. You know, we talked about this earlier is everyone focuses on like what I should eat, what I should eat, what I should eat. And actually, if you pay a lot more attention of like what you don't eat or more specifically, like when you don't eat can do a lot for your gut. So we are obsessed with snacking in this culture. We're obsessed with like convenience food. We're obsessed with like feeling good. Um, and so we eat a lot and we eat really frequently and we eat really late and we just are eating all the time. And that never gives your gut a break. It never gives your stomach the chance to just like not be digesting food. And when it's not digesting food, it actually can repair and heal so much better and faster when there's nothing sitting in it. So your body is going to always choose to digest food in your stomach over healing something that's going on because in like it it needs to take care of it. And so if we're constantly feeding ourselves, our, we're telling our body to like constantly take care of digesting and it will never heal. So if we can take bigger breaks from eating, whether that be just having set meals in a day, or maybe you try something like intermittent fasting or an extended fast, you know, with the guidance of somebody who knows what they're doing, you can see so many chronic conditions clear up just by not consuming as much or as frequently as you are now. Well, thanks for sharing. I always, uh, I know people love getting these uh, little tips and, and, and tidbits from you. Uh, before we get to our callers, obviously you can find Maria at mariavile.com. If you're looking for more information from Maria about health and wellness and some eating habits, obviously at Natural Habits on Instagram, you can check out some of Maria's, Maria's tips and tricks and wellness trips on her, uh, our video series. And obviously nhoils.com, 30% off our oils when Maria is in studio with us. Send your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. We have a great episode for you coming up. So thanks for sticking with us. As always, we love that you're listening. Appreciate it. And hope you enjoy some of these callers. Here's an honest question. How are you supposed to know what to do with your money? Very few of us are exposed to meaningful advice on how to manage our finances. Even fewer have the means to get professional financial guidance. Betterment is a platform that was built to do something radical, to give accessible financial advice that puts you first. If you're like most Americans, your money is probably sitting in a savings account, likely earning you next to nothing. Maybe you have an investment account that you're really not sure what to do with. Betterment can help you make sense of what to do with your money. Investing involves risk, but you don't have to know the ins and out of the stock market to start or start investing for the future. Betterment's technology will put your money to work, choosing the stocks and strategies that are right for you because we know you have other things to do. Betterment's platform can even provide guidance on what financial goals make sense for you. Give your money a new home with Betterment, peace of mind included. Download the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T for the betterment of you. REM Rise, helping you sleep better. So many of our listeners have been like DMing us saying I know, they're right? using it's this. It's fun to hear how we are improving people's lives, not with our, in my opinions, but uh, also with our friends of show. Yeah, Nick and I both took the sleep quiz and we got the same thing. <laughs> Restless sleepers. Yes, fitful Restless, sleepers. Fitful, fitful sleepers. So we got this box and I'm opening it if you're watching on YouTube. And it comes with a box and then there's four boxes and each box has a packet that you take each night. And like I said, 
Rochelle has been such a delight ever since she's been using Memrise. <laughs> it's been really great. They also have an, an amazing app to help you also track your sleep. If you're taking vitamins and pills or anything, you I forget to do that all the time. Yeah. So Memrise also has a very user-friendly app to help you do that. And then also gives you progress and track and information and, yeah. and helping you sleep better. So if you're wondering what it is, it's a personalized sleep solution that uses natural plant-based formulas to help calm the mind, relax the body, and get your circadian rhythm back on track for a better, more restorative sleep. Who doesn't want some circadian rhythm? <laughs> I know I do. The good thing is it doesn't make you groggy. A lot of times when you take stuff to make you sleep, you feel yeah. terrible in the morning. Not with Remrise. Totally. I would agree. They do not feel groggy at all. And that is a very important point. A very important point. And I uh, I stand by that. Do what I did, or do what we did, rather, and check out Remrise today. Go to remrise.com slash V-I-A-L-L to take their sleep quiz. And when you sign up, you'll get 25% off your first month of Remrise. You don't find an offer like this anywhere else. Get 25% off your first month of Remrise when you sign up at getremrise.com slash V-I-A-L-L. L-L. Get memorized.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Hi, I'm Emma. I'm 29 years old. Hi, Emma. 29. How can we help? So I wrote in um, several weeks ago about being in a relationship with someone that um, my family and friends don't really vibe with. Okay. Um, and my question was, um, how do I go about kind of handling that when my partner's going to ask me, you know, who, what does XYZ think of me? And the feedback is not good. And if there's a bigger question behind that, which is, should I really be staying in a relationship where no one's really supporting me. Okay. Um, is this still an issue? Well, we've since broken up. However, <laughs> I, I, think, I think other people might benefit yeah, from yeah, yeah. the advice. Well, I'm yeah. curious, why did you guys break up? So basically, it was kind of a long time coming. Um, I think that ultimately, I mean, her, her reasoning was that she was depleted from the relationship and that there was so much conflict that it was making her depressed and gaining weight and not being able to progress in her career. And that basically, um, because of all of our conflict and, and not getting along, that I'm the reason that she can't really, um, she doesn't love me anymore because she doesn't even love herself. Oh, so she broke and up with I you. kind of, she broke up with me, which has never, that's like a little bit of an ego tip because I've never been broken up with before in Congrat my 15 years of dating women. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's good Thank experience. You. Yeah, that's, totally. a, that's a win so, that might not feel yeah. like a win right now. Everyone said it's in my best interest and that she did me a favor. But yeah, so we're, it's, it's, it's finished now. So this is interesting because she broke up with you, yet your family didn't care for her. And you were insecure in whether or not you should tell her and if you should stick with it. Yeah. Now, looking back, um, now that you're out of this relationship, I know it's probably still a little fresh. What were some specific concerns that your family had? Because I think the answer to the, the overwhelming, over, overarching question is, it kind of just depends on the situation, right? Like sometimes families do know you well and they have good advice and they can kind of see things clearer than you don't see because you're in love and your love is blind. And sometimes families yeah. suck, right? Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes families 
don't know you as well. Don't know you as well as they no. think they do. And sometimes they project their own bullshit. So it kind of varies. I'm curious for you yeah. looking back, how would you assess that um, situation? Well, <laughs> I mean, it, we got off to an interesting start. She, I think she kind of had a little bit of control issues where anytime things got too close, she'd want to take these breaks. And I have had, I don't anymore, a habit of kind of winning people over and getting into these relationships with women that I can like prove to them and really like fight. And, you know, I'm like over that at this point, because my mom was basically like, you know, it shouldn't be this hard in the beginning. And so a month after we first met, she wanted some space and talked to me for six weeks. And so from that point, like all my friends and family were like, you don't need this shit, you know? So when we did get back together after that, it was kind of just more of the same. And I thought we could work past it. But I kind of avoided her, like introducing her to some of my really close friends um, in the beginning. And when they finally met her, they were like, you know, she has really low vibrational energy. She seems disinterested. She seems like kind of insecure, like all of these things that I'm like, oh, geez, like it kind of made me like, you know, because you don't want to hear that about someone you care about. Um, Now, did you notice those things? I guess so I'm curious. So the, everyone's telling you what they think, but like, honestly, it was, were these things you picked up on yourself or is this strictly you're like, like they shared it with you and you're like, I don't see that at all. Well, I felt like if I, it, cause I knew her on a deeper level, I could see how she seems very like um, low key and kind of, you know, even tempered. Yeah. Well, here is not me at all. <laughs> so here's the thing. It's like from what I'm hearing from you, it's just like sometimes like l- low vibrational energy, like that's not really a criticism, certainly not a reason to break up with someone. And to your point, like uh, sometimes, especially around family, people can be a little bit different yeah. and, and more chill. But what I'm hearing from you and what I'm guessing your family sensed is that you weren't yourself around her because usually you probably, at least if nothing else, are confident and and in control of yourself in relationships, if not the one who's in more control in a relationship. And uh, immediately in this relationship with her, she established her control because you dated for four weeks and then she broke up with you for six. You're constantly chasing her. She was constantly coming in and out. So you spent all of your relationship with this woman constantly trying to like prove yourself to her or win her over and, and constantly do this. And my guess is your family sensed a, a change in you and the fact that you were just constantly focusing on, on appeasing this relationship and appeasing her. And they probably didn't like that. And to explain that they didn't like her, were like nitpicking these little things that were kind of like, whatever. Yeah. At it, the end, it's probably like they didn't like the fact her energy was pulling you down. Yeah. Like someone can have low energy, but you could keep your same status of energy and then no one really cares. But if someone else seems to be affecting you in a negative way, that that's the guess, yeah. right? And, and no one wants to like, you know, if, if I had a friend who dated, who met someone and they like disappeared for any period of time and then like came back, but still like const- was always like, well, I don't know if we should, if we should break up. I need a break. Oh my God, this is getting too much. I'd be like, this fucking person doesn't know what they want. Like right. yeah. fucking leave. Right. Yeah. And then, but you are just yeah. like, you know, when people are in your, in your position, there's that fine line between like, well, fighting for love and sticking it out and getting through the hard times. Sometimes like all the things that we need to do to make relationships work, like fighting it and getting through the tough times, we kind of like use an excuse to like 
uh, it's worth like, ma- it. Ma- mask the problems yeah. early on in a relationship. And, yeah. Like just because of what you need in a marriage doesn't, it does, those aren't the same things of what you need to make a relationship in the first few months work. Yeah. It no. should be pretty easy. Yeah. It get should, I do agree with your mom. It shouldn't be that hard. Like it's not always like yeah. there's things to navigate, yeah. but you're four of your marriage when it gets a little mundane and stale, like you might have some to deal with some issues that you don't just d- get divorced. But like the first couple months is not that time to like really fight through it and and change who you are. I kind of knew, like honestly, in retrospect, like my first like interaction with her, I was like, this is not the person. So I think there was a little bit of my own crap I had to work out. Yeah. Trying to prove myself um, wrong. You know. And so and going, just, yeah, going forward, next time this is could yeah. be a great opportunity for just learn a lesson that if you meet someone you're excited about and they kind of, um, show some of these same ha- uh, traits of like pulling away and making you chase and, and, and just being confusing. Now you need to like, that's an opportunity for you to say, I've seen this before. I'm not, this isn't healthy. I'm like, she's at, they're asking too much early on for, for me. You don't to- think there's ever a scenario where like someone acts like that in the beginning and, and it's going to be an optimal result in the end. Like no. that's something no. to really avoid from now on. Okay. Never. Yeah. And I, mean, I was going to say, in return- what would that be? Yeah. You know? and, like, and, and again, if, it, and if, if for some reason that's their like trial period, like you don't need that shit either. You there's know what I mean? Of, like yeah. there's no, you don't need to like prove your ability to put up with someone's shit. And then all of a sudden they become like a better person. There right. Is- Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's they're just going to keep point. putting up with their own shit if they can get away with it. The situation you described, yeah. there's no way that person isn't just like prone to drama. They're constantly dramatic. That's the projection. Nick, I'm telling you, the entire relationship was like, she's like, you're attracted to chaos. I don't think you know how to be normal. I don't think no, you do this. No, she's projecting That's her. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, yeah. wait a second. Yeah. How did I end up with you if all I know is chaos? Like, no. yeah. you're not chaos? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe you like drama. I don't know. But you do, to a, cer- you do to a certain wanna, extent. I want to settle down. Sure. Yeah. But, but you, you also, like it a little bit. You like it a little bit. But she, yeah. she is, she loves to bring it on. Yeah. She likes uh, to trigger. Yeah. But I want to really make sure that we cover, like the whole thing, like if you're dating someone in your family and friends, are like not about them I think it's important to one if their concerns are legitimately concerns you have and them voicing them just makes you have a safer way of like finding the faults that's different than if your family or friends are like you know I'm not a big fan I don't like them and you're kind of like I don't see what you're saying that's two different things Right. If someone's airing a concern and you're like, I see that as well and it bothers me, don't ignore it. You avoiding it is not going to make it go away. Yeah. They're not going to become a better person. My mom likes everyone. Yeah. So the, uh-huh. that's that was a red flag. Yeah. And they're red yeah. flags. Well, there were a lot of like if, if a red flag comes up on your car or like a, a an alarm, you like pay attention to it. You don't wait for the whole dashboard to light up and your car shuts down to be like, oh, yeah, shit. That and that's and that's yeah. a struggle. I have it too. Like dramatic people who are emotionally unavailable are also really fucking interesting, you know. And so I love Nick. Uh, and well, I love him back. I wrote to you, Nick. I feel like I'm the like I'm the lesbian equivalent of you. Well, <laughs> that's great. Nick found his lesbian counterpart. I love uh, it. Well, yeah. I wish you luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but Godspeed. But yeah, just you know, have it be an opportunity to learn. She uh, she, yeah. she loves drama, and in her next relate, you you know, if you ever were to meet uh, her next partner, you guys would sit down, and be like, oh my god, same. Uh, that she yeah. did that same shit to me. She's gonna keep fucking doing this, right? Yeah. And then so yeah. be. Yeah. But as far do you as think, one more question. Do you think it's a red flag if by 35 years old, someone's never lived with a partner? Not necessarily. No, no. I think so. And I no. think that also depends not. on where you live. I think there's a lot of different factors yeah. to that. Yeah. Uh, that that's such okay. a niche thing. Yeah. Uh, there could be so many reasons why. I think I'd pay more, more attention to the of, other yeah. their actions, like yeah. living okay. situations. Like, yeah. oh, but they have a tattoo, so I can't yeah. date them. But I like, think, like the red flag of breaking up after four weeks for six weeks is way bigger. Way flag more of a concern than, than not having lived with someone. With someone. Yeah. 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 So, okay. And that's the thing. Like, pay All attention right. to the real red flags right. and don't kind of like don't find fault where there isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks. All right. Oh, take, wait. One well, more thing. Okay. This person is still watching all of my stuff on Instagram. So the what? last time this happened yeah. and I blocked her, she lost oh, her mind. Oh, yeah. It's not for you to I'm glad you brought this. Me, I'm glad you brought this up. Like you, like this person will keep popping back in as long as you let them. So it, this is on you at this point to realize, while I'm sure they're a fine person overall, they're fairly toxic, at least for you. So you need to shut it down because they won't go away on their own. Yeah. They're going to, when they get bored, they will show back up. They're seeking drama somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you're vulnerable right now. So you're like, I don't care that they look at their Instagram stories. It could be accident. Who knows? It could be intentional. Stop trying to figure out why they're looking at it. Block their ass if that's what makes you feel better. Like stop using all these other excuses to keep them around. Like it's over. Okay. She's toxic. Yeah. Not for you. She will pop back up. I'm not saying that to make you feel better. Uh, she's only bored. Yeah, and also it's not for you to figure out why she's doing yeah. what she's doing. Like she can do her own crazy shit. You shut it down. You take care of you and like move forward. She's doing it because it feeds an yeah. itch. She's that a trigger, she needs and you actually yeah. kind of like being triggered. Yeah. Sa- same. So I don't feel bad. <laughs> no, we uh, all do. We all we all do. I mean, everyone kind of has our knows yeah. our our sensitive spots and. There's nothing wrong with it. We all like being wanted. Yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> Word. Uh, all right. Well, take care. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate bye-bye. it. Bye. Right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. We like to chase. Yeah. And I, I didn't mean that in a bad way. That, so like, interesting because it's so triggered. much. This so much wasn't about. None of uh, the parents. Question. No. In terms of whether what what happens when your parents like yeah. me or don't like me, uh, which can really happen. And again, sure. I do go. That that is that is so that's situational. It is. But at the end of the day, it's I honestly think it's more so I had a gut feeling. I felt this way. I didn't listen to it. I kept going with it. I was looking for reasons. And then like you're it, it got it ended up becoming the truth in the end anyways. Right. And then you start figuring out like, how do I avoid that happening again? It's like, listen to the fucking triggers, like listen to the red flags. Mm. Nick. <laughs> but they're so colorful. Yeah. They're so pretty, waving in the air wildly. Shavings make a pile. (laughs) They really do. Shavings make a pile. I mean, in all aspects of life, and especially with your diet. I was thinking about even this podcast yesterday, Shavings Make a Pile. We, you know, this show has really grown. We're getting... Uh, some great guests and, and more listeners. And honestly, it's just you just start and you build and you, you have some success and you just kind of do it a little bit at a time. But it takes time to do anything well. And uh, 
if you, you focus on your health that way, you will start feeling better about yourself. And Noom is going a long way to give you that information about what you should eat, how to eat right, um, healthy eating habits, uh, all the information that you need to, to take better care of yourself through your diet, um, through a, right, right in the palm of your hand. Yeah, and it's all based in psychology. So it teaches you why you're doing the things that you're doing and gives you tools to break the bad habits that you keep returning to. Food logging, important, you yeah. know, keeping track. We just forget what we put in our bodies. And sometimes when we're eating, we're not even thinking about it. We we eat, yeah. we just kind of eat out of just boredom sometimes or just, uh, uh, and, and then when we do eat because we're hungry and we're lazy, you know, sometimes we're just like, oh, fuck it, you know? Uh, kind of like the people you date too. <laughs> Totally like we're the people we date. <laughs> it's an app on your phone. I have it on my phone. I go on just 10 minutes a day is all it takes to log all my food, read the articles, talk to my support group. I, I highly, highly recommend it. You don't have to change it all in one day. As we say, small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash V-I-A-L-L. What do you have to lose? Well, maybe wait. Visit Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your trial today. N-O-O-M.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Hydrate, spark. Drink some water. Feel better. Remember to do it through an amazing water bottle that reminds you you're thirsty. Right? And it lights up. My lights up green. Rochelle, what color does your light up? Mine's coral and it glows pink. I have been, uh, I, I'm, <laughs> last time we reminded people of uh, Hydrate Spark, yeah. I, I, I told people that it helps me make my pee white, which... People were very concerned. They were. And I were like, <laughs> you know what? That doesn't make a lot of sense. My pee is not white. Um, <laughs> that would probably be a, a major health Isn't concern. Isn't it nice? It's people clear. were worried about you. It's clear, clear is the word you were looking for. Transparent. Uh, not <laughs> yellow. Uh, <laughs> But uh, in all seriousness, uh, I, th I don't think I'm alone when uh, I say that uh, I don't drink enough water and I often forget and um, Hydrate Spark uh, really helps you do that, makes a lot, uh, it a lot easier Yeah. Uh, throughout the day, working out. And if, if you're doing nothing else to help you feel better throughout the day, help your skin, yeah. help your internal organs, help your hair, help your like stress levels, drinking water is that's it. I mean, yeah. honestly, if you do nothing else, hydrating your body is uh, a, a number one key to, to better health and wellness. Yeah. So we just, we downloaded the app onto our phone and then we like match it with our bottles and the app keeps track of how much water you drink and then it glows when you need to drink more water. And how cool, like I've been in Soul Cycle and my water bottle starts glowing. I just feel cool. Yeah. Because like you're in that dark room. Yeah. And it's lighting up. I was like, what? Bitch, that's, I need that. You really need to try the Hydrate Spark Smart Water Bottle for yourself. You'll get 20% off your first order if you use my code VIALL at checkout. Go to hydratespark.com now. It's spelled with an I, so that's H I D R A T E, spark.com, hydratespark.com, discount code VIALL. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great. I'm Lucy. I'm 22. Hi, Lucy, 22. How can we help? Hi. So basically, I have been with my boyfriend for about a, a year now. And when we first started dating, we both let the honeymoon phase get the best of us. I, we said things like, you're my person. I want to be with you forever. I see myself marrying you, both hopeless romantics, whatever. So now flash forward seven months and he's still 
saying these things, but I'm starting to get like a gut feeling that I just couldn't honestly say those things back because I didn't want to make promises that I didn't feel like I could 100% keep. And I do love him. I know that I love him. And I know without a doubt that he loves me and that he's honestly the sweetest guy ever. I've never been loved so well. And I know that sounds naive, but I feel like I've been through enough shit to know that it's not, it's more than just being naive. I don't think that makes and, anyone naive to feel loved more than you ever have. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It feels, <laughs> it feels legit. And so I guess my question in short is just when that feeling from the honeymoon phase start to fade, is it, and it, you get that gut feeling that you can't say the same things that you used to, at what point do you need to work through that? Because it's just the end of the honeymoon phase. And at what point is it time to say goodbye, regardless of how much you love somebody? Great, wow, that's a great, great question. question. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, I think there's no definitive answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where every situation is different. Um, right. You know, if you guys obviously listen to this podcast, I emphasize obviously there's age matters in terms of where you are in your relationship. There, you know, it is a world. It's a different world, but you you can feel really love, real love at your age, right? I mean, or yo yeah. much younger, right? And the hard part where your my guess is going through is trying to figure out is just a, is he just my first love, or is he? Oh, no. um, okay, no, or, or is he just like another <laughs> love, right? So, um, also as you emphasized before, he makes you feel a certain way that you've never felt before which is a, yeah. must be a really great feeling. And if you've had right. other loves and if you've dated other men that maybe didn't treat you the way he does, that must feel really great and special. And, and, and that's certainly something to be valued, right? Right. And that's great. Uh, you're almost kind of sometimes in a way the opposite of a lot of calls we get where I will emphasize uh, so many of the people ask questions. They seem like they only really care about a guy liking them is their only like priority in terms of liking them back. Right. You're almost the reverse where it's just like, boy, I've never had a guy treat me this way. And obviously, and again, that, that's not to be discounted, but you're then reassessing your feelings for him, right? And yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to waste this this, yeah. this uh, kind of way he makes exactly. me feel. I don't want to waste time and I don't want to waste yeah. the feelings either. So when, you, when you're going, so there's the honeymoon phase, right? Um, you've, yeah. So everyone knows about that. But the question is like, how do you, I mean, when you say you don't feel like saying it back, why, you know, because, you know, every relationship has its heart, its ups and downs, it's good years and bad years. If, you know, you talk to, we talk to our parents who just celebrated their 40th anniversary and, you know, they've had a great marriage, but you know, there's some bummer times. Sure. Right. Um, but you just got to figure out what do you really love about him? You know, how does he make you feel? And in, in addition to just make him being nice and treating you well, does he do things uh, for you? Um, does he bring out the things that you want to bring out in yourself? Or does he help with that? And all those other things that he might not do or, you know, what do you feel like is actually missing other than maybe the initial excitement's gone? Right. He, he's just very sensitive, I think, is one thing that's kind of started to put my guard up a little bit. Like, he, which with the sensitivity comes the part where he's able to put so much emotion and love into the relationship because he is so intact with that emotional side, but it's sometimes it just feels like every little thing just becomes a big deal. But oh, okay, uh, yeah. So 
so there's that but it's like did you give us a, do you have an example um so for example like so my mom is terrified of cats always has been always will be cats. my boyfriend like loves cats. yeah okay, cats. okay. My, my boyfriend loves cats <laughs> that's a red not flag. in a creepy <laughs> cat man way, i'm kidding i'm yes, kidding cats. and um so he was talking to my mom about the cats. He didn't know that she was afraid. And my mom was being so sweet. She was just like, mm-hmm, nice. This is like for 10 minutes. And finally, I mean, we'd all been drinking and I just could not handle it anymore. And I just start bursting out in laughter because my boyfriend's talking to my mom about cats that she's terrified about for 10 minutes. Okay. And so then my mom starts laughing with me and he can't, he can't take it. Like he has to go to another room and like cry almost for a second texts me and is like oh my gosh that was not okay like i can't uh. believe you're doing that blah 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 and what it's like me and my mom were like we're not laughing at you we're laughing at the situation it was funny like okay yeah we're not a- saying we don't care about your cats it was just funny that you talked about my mom you have, about, cats, about cats do you have a lot of examples similar to that or is that kind of overreaction and hypersensitivity that he has uh, a common thing <laughs> Yeah, more so recently, um, just within the last month or so. Is it not also, so much at the beginning? Was this also kind of the same time that you kind of stopped responding with some of the same, like "You're my forever." This is yeah. always, yeah, okay. Kind, yeah, it all kind of started to correlate, and like I mentioned to him that this does bother me because to me, they feel it starts to feel like to a point where it's an argument, but to him, he doesn't think they're arguments. He thinks we're just having conversations and he's like if anybody asked me about our relationship i would say it's more or less perfect blah 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 but if somebody asked you about our relationship you would say that we argue all the time yeah he would say that blah he would say that you argue uh, yeah just at least recently so can i can i yeah so a couple things so one Mm -hmm. have you ever so you said like you've never been loved as much as he loves you as well as well okay so could there be maybe space to know that like you can be loved really well by him but he could not necessarily fulfill your need as a partner yeah and the reason i say that is like i think as women sometimes there's always this like you want somebody who's sensitive and takes care of you and acknowledges you and like just like you know that they love you right like you probably could confidently be like he probably like could you confidently say like he would never break up with me Oh, yeah. Right. So I, so I think it's really easy for us to stay in those relationships sure. because we're like, this person like loves me so much. Like, why would I give this up for somebody who maybe might treat me like crap? But right. at the end of the day, like you, he, you satisfy his need and he satisfies a part of your need. But there's like this other part of you that needs to be fulfilled that he's not. I'm I'm going to just be really direct. He's not satisfying. And that's the reason why yeah. you feel like you can't say back, you're my person. Because there's a part of you that just kind of knows like this is this isn't what I want. And that's probably right. very uh, intimidating to him because there's probably fear in the sense that like he probably feels it to a degree. And totally. there's that, there's, that, there's that, fear yeah. that he might lose you. And so that's some of right. this like your you know. other boyfriend before him was he kind of a dick oh yeah yeah they, i mean yeah abusive in pretty much every sense of the term. right so yeah. uh the fact that he loves you so much and so hard and so strong at first must especially when you first met him must have been very comforting right and safe and nice and a great change of pace right right and you're just simply just 
desiring some balance. Mm-hmm. How old is he? 22. Are you his first or girlfriend? Or 21. Are, okay. Yeah. Are you his first serious girlfriend? No. Okay. How, how many serious girlfriends has he had before? Uh, One. Yeah. I mean, they're... And was that like, how? when was that? In early college or how long? Did uh, yeah, earlier. Like, I mean, we're seniors now and it's like sophomore, junior year. Okay. Yeah. That's what, you know, so, and again, not to condescend, but you guys are young, right? And you... Right. There's things you're going to figure figure out. And whether you stay together or break up, you are going to look back four or five years from now and not just in this situation, but a lot of situations go, huh, yeah, I can't, that was kind of funny how I thought that way kind of thing. And even him, especially <laughs> yeah. him right now. I mean, yeah. ev- we j- like every guy his age, I mean, I'm sure I've done that. You know, like I don't want to like pick on him. Guys are emotional messes, especially when they really like a girl, especially some of the good guys, you know, yeah. some of the guys who, yeah. you know, I, I, in some ways I relate to him where, you know, does he have like a pretty good uh, upbringing? Like, do you like his parents? They, you know, I don't know. No? Yeah, yeah. They ha- I, he, his parents could be a, a I don't considered mind. abusive, but they're good. Okay. They're good. But like he, it sounds like maybe he, he takes priority in, in wanting to treat you well. You know, like he, mm-hmm. you know, he, it's probably important to him for, for people or especially you to think he's one of the good guys in terms of, and so yeah. he probably takes that really earnestly and very seriously. And when you're a young guy who's in love, you know, you feel like I'm a good guy I'm going to open the door for you. And I'm never going to like raise my mouth and I would never be like your right. ex-boyfriend. And I just, sounds des- just like him. and I deserve all these medals and I'm great. And like, I just love you so much and just love me back. And it's like sometimes young men who are in love just will learn how to chill the fuck out, yeah. you know? And, um, he's, that's what he's going through right now. And that's his kind of life, you know? And, but to Maria's point, I'm not trying to justify it to say, Hey, stick it out with him. You know, he's. Yeah. Whether he's your guy or not, it's probably a safe bet that right now he is not capable of fulfilling these needs that Maria is suggesting. And it might require him some emotional growth and maturity that you have every right to decide, I'm not ready to stick that out with you right now. That could be years from now. It may require him to lose a love that he has with you to... And then, like, I'm sure for the next six months, I feel bad because it's going to really suck for him. It really will. And I don't say that yeah, to, like, no. make you feel bad. I, I'm <laughs> no, preparing I you. Oh, I know. If you decide to break up with him, it's be, gonna be kind. Bad. It's going to be hard on him. But don't let him guilt you into no. getting. Uh, yeah. Because he's going to throw a lot of so, guilt your way. Yes. And he's just, oh, God. Right. He's going to be, be a in mess. a lot of pain. Be, he's going to be really. Trust me, I've seen it from a sisterly <laughs> standpoint. But also, uh, I I broke up with a boyfriend who uh, was very similar. And gonna, it and I dragged it, it out gonna be a so r- long. Real mess. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm terrified of. So then how do you life. break up with somebody that you do love? Like, I do love him. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like, you, I've told you know, him, like, right now I want to be with you. And right now I love you. Tomorrow I want to be with you. Tomorrow I love you. Here's, I just can't tell you more. But here's then, what you. How do you break up with someone you love? Here's what you do. You 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 be kind as possible, but yeah. you be direct and you don't hedge your bet you don't say yeah. things like maybe in the future yeah. not right yeah. now break up with him wait can i just ask a really quick question yeah. so if uh if yeah. we could uh, um so him who he is and like let's say like things changed the way he responded like maybe he didn't go in the other room to get upset about the cat comment like let's just say laugh. yeah i have never done that for yeah the record. no he's not you know but i'm saying like let's just say like it, he not i don't want to 
say anything like less sensitive, but maybe he, some of those ways. He could take a joke. Yeah. Would you, (laughs) but would you still have some aspect of you that would be like, I'm not quite sure if he's my forever. Yeah. Good question. Good question. I don't I think that that's been the major change is because when I was able to say those things, he wasn't getting upset like that. Yeah. So it's like, because I, I I would like to believe that if so, if he was able to stop getting in those headset mindsets that, I could get back there. Yeah. So I think um, there's a, a, a fear of like, if your last boyfriend was kind of a jerk and this guy is like super nice, it's like, you feel like there's this like, well, I kind of upgraded. This guy doesn't treat me like crap, but know that like, then this is this relationship. You can bring so much knowledge into like moving forward. If you decide to break up, it's like, okay, cool. I've been with the the jerk. I've been with like the lovely guy and like he's not. And I'm going to say this because this was the lesson I had to learn in terms of this because I dragged on a relationship like this way past because of the guilt of the breaking up and being like, I don't want to hurt you. He's not going to be his best version. If you stay with him, feeling the way you do about who he is. Because right. there's, you're going to always have this kind of like cringe feeling every time that sensitivity, but you're just going to be like, oh my God, I just like get that, get the hell away from me. Like you're just going to, and that's going to get into the relationship. And then he's going to wonder why, you know, it, it probably has shifted already to a degree, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's, a little bit. I, it's, it's safe to say he's probably not going to chill out anytime no. soon. No. And he might he might need you. This is the hardest yeah. thing with breakups. He it might he might need you to break up with him yeah. and crush him. I'm not, I'm not saying you're going to. Not but even he probably might. will. Most likely. You will crush him. No, but he also he <laughs> might he, need he, that. Will, he, need he needs that. that I, I I doubt very yes. much. Let's say you're like, "You know what? This is my guy. Let's and, work and on let's it. Let's work on it." And yeah. you did, and you guys got engaged like in a year from now and decided to get married early in life. This is pretty much how he's going to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But sometimes we need that and you might need that too, right? Like you guys both will not be your best version of yourself if like you're sticking in a relationship because it's better than your last or he's loved you better than before. Somebody can love you better than someone before, but maybe your next boyfriend loves you just as much, but like you feel that vibe. You can say you're my forever. You, you know, he can handle a little bit of cat comedy, you know, like I'm just, you know, like don't settle just because he's better than your last. Yes. Right. Um, I would totally agree. And again, going back to the, how you would break up with him. My only note would be just, my only note would be, you know, you certainly want to be kind and sensitive. And if he needs to talk, give him an opportunity. And he would, like, this guy is going to, he's going to, yeah. like, can we talk again? You know, like, yeah. he's going to try to. He, well, and it would hurt me, too, though. Like, yeah, it absolutely. hurts my heart to even think about it. Sure. Yeah. I'm simply just saying, be be def- be definitive in your indecision. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he's going to want to work on it. He's going to want to work on yeah. it. And, right. and, and you're going to feel bad. So you'll be like, well, maybe it, we're not, not right now. It's, you know, maybe. And like maybe maybe two years from now or a year from now, maybe you do get back together. You reconnect because there's been some growth. But don't float that idea. Uh, leave. Go away. And he'll he, he'll figure it out. He's got friends yeah. and family. He, and, and interestingly enough, 
you're not going to be the person to like, even though he loves you so much, you're his girlfriend. There's this, you're not going to be the one to coach him up. You're not going to be the one who says, Hey, listen, you dude, you can't fix you him. You can't be this way. No. It might be a friend or internally on himself. Who's like, Hey man, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Like you're great. I love you. And yeah, you were a great boyfriend, but man, you kind of, yeah, you kind of need to chill the fuck out, man. Um, no, he's saying that you're not. She's not the one to tell him that. No, she's no. not. Yeah, like a no. friend of his or someone. Yeah, after right, like right, he's right. going through this heartbreak. Yeah, it's and- not for you to like teach him a lesson. Yeah. It's just you. You have to stand from a point of like this is how I feel. Like don't make it about him. Just be like, hey, look, I love you and thank him for like all of his love. But at the end of it, you have to be like, this is how I feel, and I, I I'm not into it, or I just. I don't feel the feelings I felt when we began and I can't honestly continue on this relationship because it wouldn't be fair for you or myself, right? Because right. sometimes we're always just like, it wouldn't be fair for you. And he'd be like, I'm okay with it. Like, I'll stick yeah. with it, it's- you know, just own that and be like- Well, that's I'm- what he said last time I kind of brought something up. It's, I'll work on it. If that means yeah. I can't speak my mind, I'll, I won't. Yeah, you, but you anymore. don't want someone like that, right? That's the thing right? too is like you almost- don't want to give him too many explanations yeah. as to why because he will just be like oh well just yeah. i mean that was me the yeah. fixer oh, like me give, too yeah. oh, i can change I yeah can, oh please please give me a list this is very helpful look at notes. me i you know, like, look at me i'm so like i'm so grounded i'm i'm fun like look <laughs> at me i'm going out i don't need you now last like yeah. eight days yeah good. i fixed everything yeah. i'm ready to go yeah and it will last for a couple weeks and it'll be right back uh, to the cats yeah <laughs> It will. Yeah. It will. You almost oh. just want to be like, listen, I my feelings have changed, and I just think we need. Uh, I need to move on. Yeah, you you, know? you have to own it, girl. You can't say we. Like you can't. You have to be like, I feel this way. You know, I love you. Thank you so much for like loving me. But like, I I can't continue on because it's I'm not happy. Yeah. And and less about him and what's wrong with him and what he needs to change because, like Nick said, for sure that's going to be a constant. Because he's going to keep trying to be like, but look, but look, like, I, it's me. It's new fun boyfriend. Yeah. Like, look, I, you know, I can I take can totally, a joke. I like, totally I'm doing stand up. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's just, you have to own it. And it's going to be hard. And he's going to keep coming back. And he's going to keep showing he's changed. And you just be, o- be okay. Uh, be kind. But be okay with him still kind of hating you in the short yeah. term, you know. And it's okay for you to be sad, too. Like, you love him. That's he's going to be really mad at you. Uh, he's going to say some really nice things and then probably say some really mean things. terrible things. And yeah. he's going to probably call up your friends and ask what they can do to help get you guys back together. But yeah, I th- yeah. well, I think you know. <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck and uh, let us know how it yeah. goes. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. I so understand her from her standpoint. Yeah. And I actually understand her boyfriend because I've been there for you when you were the boyfriend. Yeah. And just like, no, Nick, don't leave a note on the car. <laughs> don't leave. Don't leave a. But I love you. I know. But like, look, I can change. I I go to church now and, and I'm fine. And the fun. thing is, too, it's like, yeah, it's like he's probably a great guy. Yeah, you know, I'm all sure these things. He's, say, so he's probably lovely. just a really nice guy. He just doesn't know how to kind of harness his love, so to speak. Right. And but look he, at like, look at sometimes like my example of that is when I finally was able to like, nope. We're not getting back together. Like that person ended up becoming a better person yeah. because they had to like learn that. It's like, oh, 
like shit like this i could totally picture our friend like like she breaks up with him but like he's nice she sticks around and they have like this year where like they're not together but they're oh they hook up a couple times don't do that yeah, don't, don't do dry. That. It's like a band-aid. It really is. And not in a nice way. And he right? won't actually change until he accepts no. that she is out of his no. life. No. No, and yes, and I think like we can be so blinded by a relationship and the ideals and I I remember that age. Like and also I, I was gonna say to her, you know, they're seniors in college, right? So it's like there's this new chapter looming and that probably is really scary too. It's like I better lock this down before we're out in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's, she's tr- probably like, oh, I kind of can't wait nice, to breathe. But I don't know. This but like she probably wants to breathe. Twenty-seven year old guy with money, with right? Money. Well, and I don't mean like in a gold digger, but like you know, like no. A, but she also probably feels suffocated. I, I guarantee she I, feels I, suffocated. I, I bet she would. Uh, to your point, might feel a little bit more fulfilled with a guy who's a few years older than her, uh, has it kind of a little bit more figured out emotionally, a bit more mature than her guy right now. Or just has like a little bit and just. Yeah. It's possible she can beat someone her age with the emotional maturity, but women do mature faster than men. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I'm totally on, to, right. I, I, I'm bored with that stereotype. And I think like we kind of slow down that maturity if somebody's all of a sudden showing us like this ultimate kindness. It's like nobody feel everybody feels bad breaking up with the nice guy because it's like you hear about all the jerks out there. But it's like a nice guy too can be actually a little manipulative, ma- manipulative very manipulative, and, and, and yes. a little toxic. Not yes. intentionally, but like he can, like his comment about the the cats. But that's not okay, and that's not right. It's just right. Like, Chill the fuck so out, all of a sudden, bro. it's like I'm feeling bad because we're having this yeah. lighthearted. Exactly. Yeah. So I I didn't want to say it, but she probably wants a guy who can like, you know, Chill give it guy. back a little bit. Yeah. Or, you know, like you you don't want to date a doormat. Balance. She needs balance. Yeah, and. I'm happy that she kind of knows, but it's going to be tough, but she'll she'll do it. She's got it. How's it going? Hey, I'm Rachel. Um, I'm 22 hi, from Rachel. Milwaukee. Hi, hi, Rachel, 22, Milwaukeean, Milwaukee. Welcome. Yeah. How can we help? Thank you. All right. So a little bit of the backstory is um, I've had the same kind of group freshman year of college throughout all of college. Um We'll call him Billy, uh, one of my friends in the group, and we started to hook up junior year, kind of that on and off. It was a little dicey at times. It was always kind of like he um, had stronger feelings than I did, and so we were very on and off, ended up um, having drama, whatever. Senior year comes, we started dating a little bit, fully ended things, whatever. So we fully stopped everything five months ago, and New Year's um, just happened, and you really hit it on the head with um, the Wells episode. You know, us from Milwaukee, we went to Chicago, got to get the bar deal, have have a good time there. Yeah. Um, Overpay for drinks. Right, exactly. So we had a good time, all went there, all of our friends, pretty normal, everything's cool. Um, around midnight, I'm talking to another guy who we aren't friends with just a stranger, whatever, ended up kissing him very, nothing crazy, whatever. Okay. Um, and I look over a little bit later, still talking to him, and I see Billy screaming and sobbing um, in the bar. So I'm a little confused. Screaming uh, yeah. and sobbing? Yeah, I was going to say. What sobbing, he... yes. Oh. Who is he screaming friend. at? Yeah, well, is, who is he screaming to or at or what? He was 
Yeah, to our to our mutual friend. Okay. Like our guy friend. Okay. So I'm a little confused, but I'm like, obviously I'm not going to go over there. I don't know. So a little bit later, I go to one of my other friends, and I'm like, what's going on with Billy? And he's like, he's pissed at you because he thought I maliciously, like, took a guy over near him to kiss at midnight to, like, rub it in his face or something. Which, to, be, to like, paint a picture, he knew other people at this bar, was not in the section that we were at. Like, it's pretty, it was like a large space. There were different sections. And I had not seen him all night. So I had no idea that he was even near me. And also, whatever. So a question. So then, I got a question for sorry? you. Was there yeah. any part of you that wanted to make him jealous? No. Are you sure? Because I'm not totally believing you. No, yeah. that's, a, that's a fair question. Um, no, because I think, excuse me, sorry. In the past, um, I've always been kind of blamed to be like the bad guy in all of the situations because he's kind of been the one that has had stronger feelings okay so i have been trying to be respectful of that um and like not get on the bad okay. side okay. um so i don't think i no i don't think i was like trying to make him jealous you um think, think. <laughs> so no okay. wait what's the, what's her question though yeah, yeah but i'm just trying so to, my question yeah. is yeah so um okay so then fast forward i am now um blocked on every social media instagram snapchat <laughs> facebook linkedin Spotify, Venmo, anything you can think of. Good for him. Have you checked all of these apps to see if you can have access to them? I know. I like. I, now that I'm saying it, um, I checked them, yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't even know you could block on Spotify. Yeah, I, didn't, okay. I didn't know you could block on and Venmo. And the question is, what? Do you like let it be? Do you reach out? What? Is that what it is? Right. So um, I guess the question is, is, am I being insensitive saying that I think that this is kind of childish behavior yes and because we are all in the same friend group like how am i supposed to react when i do see him well uh, i don't think because i will see him well it sounds like he's the one who's trying to figure out how to react around you the fact that he's blocked you on everything sounds like he can't right now take any information that has anything to do with you and what you're doing with your life yeah like that's what it sounds like and yes and so he is from what i'm hearing doing what he thinks he to protect himself. To, to, yeah. And so is it an overreaction? I mean, maybe, but sometimes you have to go to the extreme to to do these things. I mean, like, that's why you, like, if you want to block someone because you're trying to get over them, and block them because that's what I'm saying. You're doing it because you don't want to see it. You're not, you know, hopefully right. he's not doing it to get a reaction from you. All right. Um, right. That's not for you to figure out. Yeah, right. It's uh, you know, stop. You're you're kind of you're still playing games with him. This whole yeah. friend group, there like there is drama. It sounds like you know you have the power in this relationship. You kind of like the fact that maybe he was a little bit yeah. bothered. I'm not saying you want to be with him, but like again, everyone yeah. likes to be liked. I, I yeah, you do like to be liked. Uh, I I'm, I'm mm-hmm. my guess is there will be a day he will be totally over you. Uh, he'll be moved on. You will feel like he actually is more or less indifferent towards you, and that day it will bother you. It'll piss Hell you yeah, it'll bother you. Even because right now you know yeah. you have control and like you care about him, you don't want to see him freaking out. But what you want to do right now is tell him he's being childish and, and and whatever. But like he's hurting and like and listen, they're not a bad person. Like we've all been there. Yeah, this is an exact emotion. But what you need to do is respect what he's trying to do and let it go. Yeah. And if you want to go above and beyond, this stop using this friend group as an excuse to like, well, I can't help but like we're hitting the same friends and he's got to like be. Maybe avoid the friend group a while. Like get, he's asked indirectly for space. Yeah. 
I was just going to say like okay. maybe New Year's and the, the, the cry screaming, maybe it triggered something to him to be like, oh shit, I didn't realize she has that strong of a pull on me. And he may have been like, I need to move forward. Like she's moving forward and this is how he does it, and right? Also, like we don't know. Or or more right. or more likely, he has used this friend group as an excuse to have access to you still. You know, like he's still hopeful that you would like reconnect and he could still be around you and probably hoping that you, he would be the New Year's kiss. So. Right. He also had left all of the group chats like of our friend group that, I'm in. Let so him, I think yeah. it's like not. So you may not even have to worry about how to react when you see yeah, it. Yeah, but he may her, not show around. She show wants up. to. What she wants to do is kind of make a thing of it, and oh, she yeah. wants to call him out. You want to ask selfish. everyone? How, and for how the sake of the group, he needs to suck it yeah, up. Yeah. You need to stop doing that. You need yeah. to let him go. You need to respect his space. Yeah, you gotta let him go. Let him like you. Even like if if be, do the do the big person thing. If you know he's gonna be there, just fucking leave. Let it go. Most likely, he'll just avoid it. Right. But don't be a dick and like make him feel bad about it. You know, like I also would suggest not asking other people in the friend group how he's doing. Don't like I it's not your responsibility to help him get over you. That is not your responsibility. But your only job to get over help him get over you is to not indirectly tease or float the idea that there's hope or check in because you care about him. You just want to make sure he's doing okay. And just to be clear, you don't right. You don't want a relationship with this guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so then, let him go. Yeah, you got to just let him go. And you haven't really okay. let him go. And you, you may you've not have done things I can tell. Yeah. Like, you're not yeah. a bad person. No, no. But you certainly enjoyed the attention. And that's okay. We've all been there. Like, everyone kind yeah, of wants I'll, someone I'll to cry scream over them kissing someone else. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want you, but <laughs> it's I'm not dramatic. Ready to for me. It's know? dramatic, but you cared enough to be like, what's wrong with him? Like, could it be I kissed yeah. someone else? And the day he is totally over you, it's going to bug you. It's going to bug you. And I, don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, don't, yeah. don't be a dick and, and, and then convince yourself you've, oh my God, I realized that I loved you. You don't love him, right? You're like, he's right. not your guy. He's a nice guy. You want something else. You want to like make out with some guy in Chicago as you should. Good for you. Friend groups, as you guys get older, will slowly dissolve and break away. It's fine. <laughs> it's just coming with the crushing hammer of like everything you love right now will be not be in existence. Yeah, well, yeah, that's called life. Things <laughs> evolve know. and change, but right? It, yeah. Like your college friend yeah. group as you guys yeah. leave college. Well, like you're not, you'll still be friends with all these people. It's, it's going to be different. Like, yes, I remember college. I loved the friend group. I miss the friend group sometimes. Yeah. That like we all know we're all hanging out. It's not a matter of if we're hanging out. It's just where are we going? You know, it's great. It's fun. Right. That's that changes and that'll that'll end and lots of times these are some of the reasons that make it start ending so but right. in this case don't be a dick yeah he cut the cords don't try to like mend them yeah. like let right. it, let the cords be cut yeah so just avoid all i mean i understand what you're saying so if i if i their friend group things i should not go well i not think you can go but, as long as you know that you know your intentions yeah. and as my my okay. guess is you won't have to worry about that because he again he's going to the extreme of cutting you off yeah let him cut right. you off yeah don't go out of your way to like tell a friend that you think he's being immature yeah right 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 you know so that it gets back to or him. ask him like why did you why did you do off? this yeah, you know like, like oh my god I thought we were just friends the like, less that you seem to care the easier he will get over you yeah okay that's very helpful thank you all right best of luck Thanks stay for warm calling in. all right uh well another great episode uh Maria. Yeah. Thanks as always for joining us. We'll have to keep doing this and hit, keep making the thing. Uh, don't forget to uh, check out Maria at MariaVile.com, NHOils.com. As always, when she's in the studio, we'll do 30% off 
all essential oils. Uh, anything else? Don't forget to send your questions at asknickatcastmedia.com. As always, thanks for listening, and, and we if, will see you next time. If you love them, let them go. If you love yeah. them, let them go. White fang them. <laughs> <laughs>